0: Welcome back to the world live broadcast I'm to continue on the subject of unity in the body of Christ. let's go to first Corinthians chapter 14 verses 1 through 5 pursue love and desire spiritual gifts but especially that you may prophesy for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God for no one understands him however in the spirit he speaks mysteries but he who prophesies speaks edification, and exhortation and comfort to men he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself but he who prophesies edifies the church i wish you all spoke with tongues but even more that you prophesied for he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks in tongues unless he did he, he interprets that the church may receive edification now see if we uh if we prophesy it's a utterance from the holy ghost but when you Speak in tongues and interpret it, it's equal to prophecy, but one thing I want us to look at, and as we taught on this earlier this week, how God had confounded the people at Babel, and He uh, confounded their language, and He told them so that they couldn't understand each other. Because if they came together in unity, it was they could do anything they imagined that there would nothing be impossible for them. Is that right? I believe. Now, this is my belief according to the Word that I've been studying for 30 years. I believe that if we speak in tongues in utterance by the Holy Ghost, and if the whole body was filled with the Holy Spirit and had the evidence of speaking in tongues, that if we would do as the Holy Spirit prompts us to do so, to speak in tongues, as he gives us the utterance to do it, and, and uh, not only in our prayer language, but we also have a prayer language that we just pray to God. Now, not only he understands it, but you know, I believe that speaking in tongues is uh, almost like uh, what he was talking about, that he had to confound uh, the language of the people because uh, nothing was impossible for them. Well think about this if everybody on this planet that was in the body of Christ was to start speaking and things at the same time as the Holy Ghost gave you utterance on what and what to say even though you didn't know what you're saying, but you did it under his prompting what could happen when you speak forth the Word of God and he speaks it through you under the anointing by the Holy Ghost, just think about it. What can God do with those words that are being spoken out? He can change. He could change this world. That's what Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three. 23. If, if you believe in your heart whatever and not doubt, he says, whatever you say, you'll have whatever you say. Well, if the Holy Ghost is speaking through you, and you're praying in tongues, and you're speaking out the plan of God. Now, let's, let's look at Oral Roberts, for an instance. I've heard his testimony, and he uh, was talking about that he was uh, walking one morning and praying in tongues, and the Lord dropped into his heart to start All Roberts University. He play, He prayed out the plan of God, and he edified himself by speaking in tongues. I believe that that's the reason that the devil tries to come against it so much, because he doesn't understand what's being said. Only you and God understand it. And he doesn't understand, and he knows the power of words. He knows the power behind that. He knows that if you're speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, that and everybody that's doing it is praying in tongues at the same time, i heard billy brim teach on this one time and she uh said that praying in tongues that people didn't know how much in unity that they were when they prayed in tongues or uh, or the lord could have uh, many people singing the same song of praise in the church at the same time unity if you're in the spirit but if you go around complaining about what everybody else is doing all the time and what everybody else is doing in the body of Christ instead of praying what God wants you to do and doing that yourself and become a fault finder instead of a prayer person that goes out and prays that, that God's will will be done and that we will understand it and know it and to, re, uh, to pray these scriptures every day over yourself, Colossians 1, nine, and say, Father, this is what I do every day unless I forget to. Father, I pray that you fill us full of the knowledge of your will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That we're filled with the knowledge of his will. And what happens is the word of God starts to come alive in your heart like you never had it to before. And you go, wow, this is unreal. God's word is so good. And you take it for literally what it says and say, this is what God's word says about this situation. Say, Holy Spirit, take me into the word. And show me what it says about this situation. And then it says in Romans chapter 8, when you don't know what to pray for us, y'all, ask the Spirit and He'll help you to pray. Well, what He does, He helps you pray in tongues. And then you pray out the mystery of God or pray out the things of God. And then you pray out the will of God. Is that right? When you don't know, that's what I do. I pray as far as I can get in my understanding. Then I will say, Holy Spirit, I don't know if I missed anything here. Or maybe I don't understand everything I need to know about this situation. Will you pray this through me? And then pray until you get done. Pray until you get through with it and say, I'll fill in my heart, I'm completely finished with this. Because see, it's so important what we say. If it wasn't important what we say, he wouldn't have confounded the people at Babel so that they couldn't understand each other because he said if there comes together complete unity, well, the, you think the devil doesn't understand that as well? Why he doesn't want division in the body of Christ? If he has, if there's division, then what is going to happen is one thing. The house will not stand. There will not The work of God will not be done the way God wants it to. Is that right? It can't because of the of the division. There are, he'll try to start vision in the in the church, the division in every area of your life. He'll try to start it in every area that he can if you allow it. Even on your job, he'll try to cause division, so what you have to do is say, I'll take authority over this in Jesus' name, and I'm not allowing any division. I'll thank you, Father God, that each and every weapon formed against me shall not prosper in any area of my life and i call those things stopped and you have to believe in in your heart the authority that you have in christ jesus and if the body will come together in the authority that we have in christ and understand that the most the one the most important books i've ever read is by brother hagan the believer's authority and i read it at least once a year if i can And uh, I'll listen to his tapes on that once a year on uh, the Believer's Authority and get my mind renewed to it again and get my spirit built back up in those things because we're forgetful hearers. But if the whole body would come together in the unity and understand that we are one in Christ, that we are seated in Christ that we are one with him, he's one with us, that we are the body of Christ, I have a place in the body. And when I do my part, I'm anointed to do that part. And it's as if Jesus were doing it because he cannot do it himself. He has to have the body to carry out the will of God upon the earth. But we have to come together in that unity so that we can see what God has for each and every person and see it working together. That's what we have to do. Matthew seventeen twenty says, So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, surely I'll say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. See, he was saying here how important our words are, how important our coming together in the body of Christ in unity. Instead of complaining about our pastor. Or ministers or other people in the body of Christ or what they're doing. We need to be praying for them. All right? Pray for those people. Say, Father, I ask you that you open up their eyes and let them see what's going on here and what they're doing. And help them to overcome this obstacle that they're going through. Let them see what you have for them to do. And not look at everything everybody does. But pray for those people that they'll come to a full knowledge of what God has for them and what they're and what God wants them to do. Now, uh, I know as uh, been in the ministry for years, I've seen a lot of people uh, try to say, "Well, I know more about what the pastor." wants to be done here. Well, I should say it like this. I know more about what needs to go on in this church and what the pastor does, and that's not true because God's going to tell him first. Then he's going to confirm it through you what God told him. Now, this is so important. I remember when I was in Carolina, or, and uh, even now, but my I just had uh, got born again. I hadn't been very long. And my pastor there, I was on a job where I can pray in tongues all day long. I prayed in tongues for about six hours a day. And that's when I was working. I was working on on a machine there and you couldn't hear me praying, but I could hear it and he could hear it. And you know, it would come up in my spirit, what I was saying. And the pastor would get up that Sunday and he'd pray those same words out. He would, he would preach the same message I had prayed out. He'd speak some of the same words I prayed out instead of me complaining about what he was doing. If you'll get on your knees, or even if you're at work, just start praying for your pastor all day long. And, and if you want to see things happen in your church or start changing, Pray in tongues all day long for your church and the members in the church and for the body of Christ, all all of the body of Christ. Start praying in tongues. Say, Holy Spirit, use me to pray out the plan of God. Just think about this. If everybody in the church, everybody, was praying in tongues for the pastor, for the will of God to be done in the church, guess what would happen? there would be a great move of God like you've never seen. That pastor would rise up with a greater anointing. He'd rise up with words that would edify you. You'd have, have uh, everything that you needed for that week. He'd speak it into your life instead of complaining and throwing him under the bus for anything he's done. And it might be because you're complaining so much about it instead of praying for him. i don't know why i said all this but i'm not taking it back anyway because see we are all called to be a blessing to each other and to be a blessing is to pray for that person believe god's best for them believe that he is going to do what he needs to through that person If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the giving tab of our website, which is located at WACBA.org. Thank you.